Hi everyone, it's so exciting because today's episode is brought to you by our new sponsor, Finley Engage Musical Instruments. Have you checked out Soma's String Shop at 1677 Springfield Avenue in Maplewood? Not only do they sell instruments and rent them, but they also repair them. And if you're lucky, you'll go in, talk to Sam or one of his amazing staff members, and have an impromptu concert, or get to try out a brand new guitar, or if you're anything like me, pull one of those beautiful ukuleles off the rack and try it out. It's an amazing place to hang out, and they're also hosting lots of really cool community events. Some are hosted by yours truly. So check them out at their website, finleyengage.com, that's F-I-N-L-A-Y and G-A-G-E.com, or pop in the store and say hi to Sam and his staff. They're really cool, and I promise you're going to have a great time. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sip and Soma. This is the podcast telling you all about people who are contributing, connecting, and collaborating in our communities of South Orange and Maplewood. And this journey of this podcast has taken me into really some special places. And so at the start of the show today, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. Um, this podcast started as a hobby and really a passion because... I truly do love our two towns. I find it fascinating to be in a place where I've made the most amazing friendships of my life. And I think part of that has to do with the fact that I'm a mom in this community. I was a teacher in this community. I am an advocate in this community, an activist, Um, you know, and I work here. I am making several businesses right now. Um, And I feel such a connection and love to this community. It's truly beautiful and amazing how wonderful it is. And I think that I, as, as I've talked to my friends about, I've had several challenges in my life that, that it's only after they happen that that people say, I don't know how you're doing it. I don't know how you do it. I don't know, you know. And the challenges have been, if you're my friend, then you know that my daughter has special needs. If you read the Soma Living article this month, then you know that. If you're a police officer in this town, you know that. And if you know me, you know that. Because it's really important that I am an advocate for my child and that because she struggles having a voice of her own, that she is safe because everybody in the community knows who she is and they know who I am and they know that my child matters. And I think that I feel really grateful that in this town, I do literally know the police officers by name and some are are even my friends and I text with them. Like that's just a very special connection to make. Um, And I do feel much safer in my town knowing that people know me and my children and that, you know, if something would happen, like people would know where to look, where to find, people would know who to look for. And I, I don't want to get bleak, but I mean, that's the beautiful thing about this community is, is the tightness in such a, 
a really great way and I'm grateful because I did live in New York and I didn't know in that in that time period I didn't know my neighbors I didn't know everybody who was living in the building where I lived um, I didn't even know my next door neighbor's name uh, and so to live literally right next door to somebody and not be in that sort of community environment it just Maplewood and South Orange are really special places because I really do walk down my street and say hi to everyone um, and I would say 50 to 75% of the people, like, we know each other now. That's pretty cool. So I started Sipping Soma because I felt so strongly about talking about South Orange and Maplewood and promoting it not only here but into other towns because I believe in the shop local movement. Um, there are a lot of corporations out there, but our society is pushing us to be entrepreneurs. Well, if we're going to be entrepreneurs, then let's put the money back into the entrepreneurs that are working around us because us giving that money to the bigger corporations is taking the money out of our community when we could be putting it back in and really helping people and then doing that for our sister towns and then you know, just reaching out to all of the towns around us and and thinking about how can we be more community oriented even with our city neighbors or our town neighbors, the next town over. So um, I like that symbiotic relationship. I really think it's great. Um, we definitely go to programs out in Summit because that's where there are a lot of programs for children with special needs so we've definitely ventured farther afield but my interest is our two towns and my interest is how can I be more effective at bringing things to our two towns that our kids need um and you know I've been very excited to work now on special needs programming and to be working with other people who are really strongly um believing in that shop local movement uh and i'm so excited to be able to take sip and soma and use the podcast to now spread more information about our town uh share more events with you and really talk to people in our towns who are doing amazing things to help people uh, that I never really would have known if I didn't really start talking to people. So today's guest is um, Meredith Rudin. And Meredith and I met at Cedar Ridge. We just ran into each other. Uh, and I'll never forget that the way Meredith and I met was that our kids were kind of close-ish in age and we would see them in the cafe and we'd be eating and they would be eating and I would just say, hey, how are you? And just connect in this really simple way. And then after two or three times, we started, you know, or maybe even one time our kids might have started playing together and we would have had a conversation. I think it was the third or fourth time that I saw Meredith that I walked in and I was depressed. Like, to the point where if somebody asks you how you are, you say, I'm depressed. <laughs> and I don't know how I'm going to get through this day. And 
someone reaches out and says, you are, you're going to be okay. And if you need anything, please call me. Here is my phone number. And um, on that day, it was Meredith. Because I looked into her eyes and I could tell that she was asking me how I was in a way that just wasn't like, how are you? Um, And that epitomizes who Meredith is. I mean, her her background and her expertise is in social work and but she embodies that level of compassion and thought and care and connection to the people in the world around her. Um, and she has started this beautiful foundation called the Feather Foundation. And it is all focused on parents with cancer. And Meredith has experience with this working in a hospital and helping with oncology care. And I think that her own experience with cancer before she had kids made her really understand, you know, life's purpose, um, how to take care, why self-care is so important, um, and how hard it would be if those things, if you're trying to even just do those things, get your basic needs met, how much harder would it be for a parent who has cancer and then is taking care of their brood, taking care of their home, taking care of their life, and now taking care of themselves, right? And then having cancer. So I think Meredith really understands both from an experiential level of having cancer and also this level of now being a parent, understanding it even more. Wow, I don't know how I went through that. It was hard enough. I don't know what would have happened if I had kids um, and how that would affect my recovery because the goal is recovery from cancer, but stress on top of illness really is not good for recovery. Um, so Meredith really thought about what the Feather Foundation would be and said, you know, it should be about how do we help parents with cancer and how do we really support them so that they can make recovery, um, and get through the treatments they need to get through. So I am so pleased that we finally did a podcast together and I'm very excited that you'll be hearing this later today. So uh, thank you so much. I hope that you enjoy the interview and please stay tuned because after the interview, I'm going to tell you about like a bunch of really cool events coming up. I'm just going to hit on them really quickly because there's too many, but stay tuned because I, I want to share some of the organizations that are doing more great work in our two amazing towns. Hi everyone, this is Danielle Parada. I'm your host at Sip and Soma, and today I have a great conversation with Dr. Meredith Rudin. You know, our podcast is all about connecting and collaborating and contributing members of our community in Soma and beyond. And I'm so excited to talk with Meredith today because we've been friends for a really long time. Yeah. It's really funny. We met just around the corner. We're at Meredith's house. So those of you on camera can see her lovely home. (laughs) 
And those of you listening, you'll just have to get on YouTube and check it out. Um, but we met at Cedar Ridge, which is right around the corner, and which is where I meet a lot of people, right? I've heard. <laughs> I've seen it in action. And we've been friends. We're mom friends and business friends. We get mm-hmm. together and work next to each other a lot. And Meredith has started an amazing organization. So today we're going to talk all about that. And we're going to talk about being a mom and being a member of the SOMA community, which is just such a great part of our lives and a great part of what you do in the world. So tell us about, um, well, tell us about how you came to SOMA first, I think, so everybody can get to know you a little bit better. Okay, great. Um, first of all, thank you for having me. I, I've heard about and listened to this podcast, and I just think it's a great connector for our community that I've come to really love. And um, yeah, so I came here looking for a place for my kids um, that felt like it offered something that was similar to where I lived before, sort of a vibrant community, but also had these elements that I just think are so important for kids growing up. And for me as a parent and me as a person, nature, friends, coffee shops, all those fun, (laughs) great things, you know, the ability um, to talk to like-minded people like yourself. And so I've been loving it. And um, I've been here for about, I don't know, three years now. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And so you were in, you're a social worker, Mm -hmm. and you were working in that field, and then you decided to start this amazing foundation called the Feather Foundation. Mm -hmm. And so Meredith asked me to be part of a a group of people who came together to kind of brainstorm. Mm Mm-hmm and have like a kind of opening to share ideas about the Feather Foundation. So that's how I started learning about it. Can you tell us about the Feather Foundation and why you started it? Yes, absolutely. Well, I think I think it's important that you said like how we got to know each other and talk about this because to be honest, that is that is the core of this is hearing from other people, learning from other people, making this feel like a community that um, has an exchange of ideas. And what it is, is it's a nonprofit organization for parents who have cancer. So I've always worked um, in oncology social work, and I can talk to you more about like my personal journey to get to that place. Um, And I created this because in that work and working in hospitals and national organizations for cancer, um, I realized that there was this gap. And the gap was uh, not really focusing on the experience of young people who are going through the additional stressors that you would go through if you're taking care of someone else and another and you know your own children um, as you're going through this journey which is stressful and overwhelming and tiring and and then you go home and you don't have um, the ability to rest you're thinking about someone else. So the journey is never, the cancer journey is never just about you. Yeah, It's about your whole family and your unit in your mind, and that's a huge additional stressor. So cancer organizations that you'll look um, to these days will have something that might, you know, um, pay, um, mention this topic here and there. There might be a fact sheet here that says, having that first conversation with your children, how do you do it? Um, another one might say you're a teenager and your parent has cancer. 
Um, but there's nothing, and I think this is important, that says this is a topic unto itself and this is a group that needs attention because their experience is different than a lot of others. Right. And so that's why we created it, um, to really pay attention to all the facets of the needs and the support that's needed for this group and you know, say it from an era of a, a balance of being a parent and being a professional. So I'm a professional as a social worker, I'm a counselor, this is my area of expertise. Our board has this level of expertise in working with children and with um, adults. Um, but we're also insiders in a lot of way, or almost insiders, and that's important too. So it very much comes from our passion yeah. and from our caring and just really wanting to serve this, this group in the most authentic, authentic, helpful way possible. Right. So, um, I can't imagine, well, actually I can. I mean, last year I had skin cancer mm -hmm. and I had to have three surgeries mm -hmm. and, and, and you know, what was so interesting and I, I did a PSA about this last year is that my doctors were like, oh, it's just going to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. When you have surgery, it's not just uncomfortable. It was, I couldn't sleep. I was exhausted mm -hmm. and I have children and, um, I mean, I, I'm very lucky. My recovery was quick. It was, it was, it was, um, you know, on the surface, they were able to get all the cancer in three different surgeries. And I'm very grateful that I didn't have to go through any extensive treatment, but it put me out. You mm -hmm. know, I wasn't able to work. And as an entrepreneur, that, that just means that you don't have money. It's not like I could take sick days. And I never really thought about what if it was, what if it was more extensive? Right. What if, what if I had to have maybe five surgeries or what, you know, and you know, and I didn't really take it that seriously because I'm like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. But I, I now am because I think about, well, what would happen with my kids? So mm -hmm. I think it's really great because I kind of, it's like, it's not a big deal, but I can't imagine if, if I had to have more extensive, um, radiation or chemotherapy or mm -hmm. had to do so much more. So what are some of the things that, um, like what, what drives this? Like what, what's your, you know, big why for? Yeah. I was thinking about that as you were talking, because first of all, I'm so glad that your experience was this time limited thing, but you see how like even the snapshot, if you think about it, it gives you insight or, you know, sort of more empathy for people if it goes on for a longer period of time. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened to me. Um, so that's what I was thinking of too, when you're telling, um, what happened to you and your story. And I remember that. Um, for me, I had a skin cancer too. I had a melanoma, which is pretty aggressive, very aggressive, um, when I was 25. Uh, so it was before I had kids, uh, it was stage zero, which means with the surgery, you can remove all of it, but it's the kind of cancer that if it gets higher stages, it just gets more complicated. Um, and it gave me insight into... Um, the needs of people who are going through cancer journeys. Um, of course, I can't ever say I know what that journey looks like, but it made me realize that, you know, if this had been any more serious, I would have needed emotional support. Right. It also made me realize that 
it doesn't cancer just doesn't affect you it affects it affects your family because in my case you know I noticed my parents reacting to the news and how that was difficult for them too so fast forward to me becoming a parent myself and I'm thinking um, about the fact that I'm in a cancer center and seeing some people who are parents and thinking wow parenting is hard at the best of times right and you need your income for things like childcare and babysit you know babysitters and clothes for your kids and all these additional costs that are associated with having kids and now you're hit financially you're hit emotionally how do you get through it and so that's where this came from is just having a little bit of perspective based on my own cancer journey but also on you know being a parent and going wow I'm seeing so much on Facebook and and all these other sites that I've been looking for and in my community which at that time was near in New York City that's for things like breastfeeding and things like if your child has um, sort of a learning need how do you address that and and there needs to be more of those for sure, but the fact that there was absolutely nothing for the group um, that I was serving um, and that I was and I was looking for additional help for it just struck me. And also just the lack of sort of common sense. Like sometimes the things you just need is just help organizing your day. Right, right. Yeah. And the fact, you know, you need to talk that through with other friends and also just have some professional guidance that says uh, that is geared towards acknowledging you as a parent, not just as a patient. So what we offer are things like emotional support through tip sheets, like those other ones you might see other places, but they're more in depth. And there are more of them about various topics related to this. Can you give an example? Yeah, sure. Um, So... Being a super mom or dad with cancer. So I think you know, what I have seen um, and our board has seen, who is also in this space, is that um, when you're, um, you have cancer and you're a parent, um, there's a concern and a fear that you're not acting like you were. You're not being as, ten- as attentive to your, um, your kids as you once were. You're, you're feeling more tired so you can't go to that soccer game. You, um, you're feeling maybe a little bit more irritable than usual. Um, so, and you're putting pressure on yourself. Like I was once this super parent and now I don't feel like I am I have so much anymore. Right. So one of our tip sheets is like literally how to maintain that connection and that feeling of closeness when you can't physically do some or emotionally some of the things you could do before. So if you can't go to that soccer game, create a replacement maybe it's reading or an art project and even better if it's an art project that is something that talks about your and your child's emotions so we have this one example of a worry jar and you create a worry jar that is really super fun actually you were at one of our demonstrations (laughs) when we made these right Right. so (laughs) you make this beautiful jar um, you paint it and then you put pebbles in it that you can also decorate and each one you can tell your child represents a worry or a fear or concern. So they pick it up and they have it maybe by their bedside somewhere in their room and they think about that. But then when, they're, when they have a moment and have thought about it, they put it aside. And that's sort of symbolic for what you can do with your feelings, your yeah. tough feelings. Yeah. 
Um, so that's one example. So we have tip sheets that are about stuff like that. We have tip sheets that are about um, um, other things of parenting through cancer. Um, one of them is when you're noticing that your child might be going through or you're wondering if your child has some difficult feelings and thoughts right now. And maybe they weren't initially when you were diagnosed, but suddenly say your hair falls out and you're noticing they're having a reaction to it. Yeah. Either by seeming more, you know, acting out in some way, right. telling you about it or withdrawing. And what do you do in those situations? And a lot of times it is like sort of not just what you do, but what you do, what you do in engaging a community of support around you. Right. So maybe it's a school counselor. Um, maybe it's other people in your family that your child's really close to and just make them feel that love and security in face of this. Yeah. So those are some topics and then there's another sort of type of um, fact sheet um, and tip sheet that we offer and that's just about self-care and just saying again and again how important it is and how much we forget it as parents. So I think that in the best of times, right. you, you mentioned this before, we struggle with the self-care right. and um, we struggle to, I think that some of us feel selfish about taking care of ourselves even mm -hmm. though we all kind of know that it's the best way to take care of other people. Mm -hmm. um, so what have been some of your experiences with um, some of the people? Because, I mean, the thing is, is that this is a people organization, so you do interface mm -hmm. with the people that you're helping. Yeah. And how have you been able to support them and help them with the self-care piece through this? I think a few different ways, and there's some ways that I will never know exactly what the impact is, but you know, this is us um, putting out into the universe something that I think will connect with some people. So um, what we communicated in the tip sheets is um, that they, that support and counseling and talking through their cancer experience is, almost, is always the first stop before they get to anything else about thinking about their family and their and parenting. So, you know, before you have that first conversation about I have cancer with your children, um, it's really processing that I have cancer to myself. Right. Right? Right. Um, the tip sheets also talk about like things like mind-body approaches um, and modalities and techniques to getting through cancer care. So a lot of people explore things like meditation and yoga um, and Reiki and talking about these strategies as being potentially complementary to what you're doing. Yeah. So just literally piecing out the, those topics. Um, when we talk about another um, topic we have is about isolation. So some people cannot, if they're having a bone marrow transplant, cannot be around their children and their families. They're inpatient yeah. through that. And um, it's that, um, that tip sheet is really about how difficult that is for anybody. Right. Let alone if you, you know you have a young child that, you're, that is only three years old and might not understand right. why you're away from them. Absolutely. And so instead of jumping to, in that tip sheet, like what to do to maintain the connection with them, which we do acknowledge, we also have a piece that's acknowledging how hard that is for you right. to want to be with your child and not be able to be with your child. Yeah. 
So we have stuff like that. We also have things like Instagram. Instagram's great. And um, when we had, when there, whenever there's something like a parenting day or like Mother's Day is coming up, we're like, you rock, you're awesome. And so it's sort of empowerment and, you know, and, um, and sort of a light, um, warm, pat on the back for being you. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all need that. We yeah. all need those, like, I have a Pinterest board called Wise Words, and it's just basically full of those quotes. And mm-hmm. I, it's amazing to me how much, for all we say about social media and things like that, when I scroll through and I see a quote that's really meaningful or mm-hmm. and messages that people write, mm-hmm. I find that there is something that's very connecting about that mm-hmm. because I often know the person who's sending that message, and I know the kind of heart that they have and the way that they feel. So... Um, yeah, I think that's really wonderful. How has the Soma community been integral in your um, work on the Feather Foundation? In so many ways. You know this. Yeah. In so many ways. They've helped me with fundraising. They've helped me with ideas. There's so many people that are in this nonprofit space, in this um, in fundraising space that I've been able to talk to and brainstorm with. And people have been incredibly generous. And if you know who you are, thank you. Um, <laughs> you're one of them. Um, so it's it's been very helpful that way. Um it's also been really helpful to just be around a community of people who tend to follow career paths that um, are, we've talked about this, multi-hyphenated. Is that the yeah. thing? Um, like my own. Um, and just be incredibly positive and open to that journey and talk that through. So that's been helpful. Um, and then it's been the next... And just, just so everybody knows at home, when we say multi-hyphenated, we mean that... You know, I have a podcast, and I have uh, mm-hmm. I'm an educational consultant, and mm-hmm. I do music production, and and Meredith is a counselor mm-hmm. and does and has a Feather Foundation, this mm-hmm. organization. So we we have lots of different projects that we yeah. that we focus our energy on, and and I think that that's a really important thing in our community that a lot of people have that experience. Yeah, and there's other people to share the both exhilaration that comes with that because I personally like producing many different projects Mm -hmm. um, that are based on my skill set but also a little bit of the stress of managing several balls in the air and especially in our community it's a pretty strong parenting community Mm -hmm. this this workforce of parents that come together and talk about that and and I think that's really that's been really great and propel each other forward yeah so I'll tell you about the the thing that's next for the Feather Foundation so we have a fundraiser event with with Wildly Florals so if you go onto wildlyflorals.com and you see April 27th is when we're having this event oh wait no, yeah. April 25th, right? Yes. April 25th. At 7 p.m. <laughs> oh, you're so on the ball. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Um, and what we're having this event um, to have something fun for women to do uh, or men to do, whoever's interested in it, before Mother's Day. And so it can be like something that you do that's creative and you produce something beautiful, um, a beautiful floral arrangement at the end. But it also raises money for the Feather, Feather Foundation. And Josie, who has, um, who owns Wildly Florals, um, was connected to me through another friend, through another friend and another <laughs> friend. And her response is, what can I do? How can I help? And I've gotten that from so many people. And it's been absolutely incredible that 
Uh, and I feel so fortunate that that has been almost 100% of the time the reaction when I talk to people in SOMA about what I do. Um, and also people come to it because they're like, um, I want to support this cause and my friend. And both are very important to the people who have been supporting us so far, I can tell. And it's it's so appreciated. Let's talk about the monetary offerings that you have. I mean, I think that one of the things that's really hard to do when you're going through anything that's difficult, mm -hmm. whether it be cancer, whether it be a, a divorce, whether it be you know, job changing, moving, mm -hmm. all these different things, it's really hard for people to ask for help. And I think that what I really love about your organization is that it's very much like ask for help, you know, like this is, this mm -hmm. is, you need the support right now and let us be there as your, uh, a place of comfort, a place of mm -hmm. connectivity, a place to go for some empowerment, right? Mm -hmm. um, and But one of the things that really excited me about what you offer is this something that parents really need when they're struggling and when they're going through this. So can you tell us a little bit about the um, the funds that you offer to families? Yeah, so we understand that it's it's not just about emotional support. Um, it's also about the nuts and bolts of making your life work. And um, often money goes to medical expenses during this phase of life, and that makes sense, right? Um, but then there are all these childcare costs that might be neglected and become more stressful. So what we offer is a grant of $300 that is for the extra cost of childcare, um, but it really can go to anything um, that is that extra expense that is really feeling like it's crushing you right now. Um, so we send we give that to families as a one-off, understanding that it's a drop in the bucket. Um, but still, if you look at other cancer organizations, um, it's a significant amount um, to help people through it. And we hope through fundraising and everything else, we can offer more for longer periods of time, like throughout chemo, maybe even during an inpatient stay, and that's our goal at the end of this. Um, so. Um, but right at this moment, we offer this, and what's important about it is it, it's for New Jersey and New York residents, and um, our criterion is very low. You just have to show that you are a person with cancer by having a healthcare provider you know, attest to the same thing, and that you're going through some kind of treatment, and that you live in one of these two places, and that's really what we're looking for at this point. Yeah. And you will be approved. It's first come, first serve, and we can serve up to a certain number of people per month. That's great. And so we can find that information on featherfoundation. Yep. Dot. The, the featherfoundation.org. Um, yeah, under um, helping with childcare costs. So you can find an application there, download it, and either email it back to us or mail it back. So if you have a friend, um, if you have a family member, mm -hmm. if you know somebody in your community that needs this, definitely share this information and, and please reach out to them. Ah, the kids are home. Yes, this is real life. You're in my home. Welcome. Um, so the other thing I would say um, regarding the um, where to look for things. So if you want to look for our online support group, it's under the featherfoundation.org. You can apply through that. If you have any... Um, 
questions about what we do, either for yourself or for our family or friends, you can um, email us at info at thefeatherfoundation.org. If you want to sign up for a Wildly Florals event, um, you go to wildlyflorals.com and you can see the information there and we'd love to see you and it will be a great night. And check you out on Instagram, Facebook? Yes, absolutely, at The Feather Foundation. Wonderful. And also check out Wildly Florals on Instagram and Facebook. I'm sure there'll be information there about Mm -hmm. the event. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just so lovely how our Soma community has come together to do this. I'm so grateful that we're such good friends (laughs) and that I'm able to have this conversation with you. Guys, don't forget to follow Sip and Soma on Instagram and Facebook. Please check us out. There's so many events. And remember to subscribe and give a five-star review on iTunes. I'd love to hear more about what you think about the podcast and to hear some other ideas that you might have about some great interviews. That's how I find a lot of my interview subjects, although Meredith and I ran into each other enough that It was it was bound to happen. Thank you so much for joining us today and we're out. Hi, thank you so much for listening to that. And I really do hope that you go check out the Feather Foundation and the benefit workshop that's happening April 25th to 7 p.m. at Rebel Folk Studio at 12 West South Orange Avenue. Wildly Florals is so amazing. You're going to love Josie. She's going to teach you how to do amazing things. And you're going to have so much fun and be supporting this incredible, incredible organization. If you can't go, then definitely get on the Feather Foundation, Facebook, Insta, Uh, Check out their website and please give. Um, There's also a link to donate on my Sip and Soma page for the next two weeks because I'm going to try to raise money um, because I won't be able to be in attendance on Thursday night because, you know, I, I I have another job, but... Here's the thing, let's support our sister, you know, uh, so, and let's support those moms and dads with cancer, so definitely please try to donate, thank you so much. I just want to have my phone out here, and I took a bunch of pictures of crazy events that are going on this week. Please, I just want to let you know, you need to stop by 1875 Springfield Avenue in Maplewood because they're having a pop-up shop. Amy and Deb are at it again, they're so amazing from the Soma General Store, They are doing this incredible kids, toddlers, baby pop-up. And there's going to be amazing stuff for moms um, come Mother's Day. So totally check it out. I'm going to be there doing a ukulele jam session regularly. There's one. uh, I'll be Thursday night. And I'll be there on from 6 to 8 Thursday night. Um, So you can come by. And then you can run over to the Wildly floral arrangement event so how cool is that you could do two things in one night so six to eight i'm having a ukulele jam session guitar jam session and then on sunday 11 to noon that's april 28th i'll be having another uh little jam session so you can come on down um or you might not be able to make it because you might be doing a lot of stuff from django a go-go That's right, that's this coming week, April 23rd through April 28th. There's concerts and events. Check out Django Agogo if you haven't seen all the signs around town because that's a really cool musical event going on this weekend. Um, Okay, what else do I have? Maker Madness. Okay, can we just talk about this? The Achieve Foundation, every year, volunteers in our town 
do amazing things with STEAM education. And the Achieve Foundation puts on this incredible event for free, families. Guys, it is for free. There are, it's an all-day event. Target school-age kids or anyone. That means adults, you too, come on by. This is actually a great day for, this would be like a wacky first date, I think. But it would be fun. Um, you could try your hands at designing, creating, and building projects. Seriously, what a fun event. And the Achieve Foundation does so much for our town and so much for the kids. You definitely need to check it out. It's Maker Madness. That's Saturday, April 27th, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. I will be there. I will be there probably at multiple times during the day. Um, I usually work the event, but I have my kids this weekend, so I'm taking them, and I'm so excited. But it's at Columbia High School, and it's going to be amazing. And then, if you can't go to that, you know, check out the Achieve Foundation. And you can donate some money there, too. We're always looking for more people to be helping with our kids and all the wonderful things that they do. All right, what else do we have going on? Oh, my gosh. This is so cool. I'm going to actually put up a lawn sign. Check out the electric car show. It's the Essex County electric car, car show um, at the parking lot behind the pool from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. And that's on Saturday the 27th as well. So you could hit Maker Madness and then you could go to the auto show. I don't know if any of you knew this, but we have electric vehicle hookups um, behind the woodland. And my kids and I went um, one weekend, just stop by to check it out, and there was a Tesla there, and it was so cool. My kids had such a great time checking out the cars. It was super fun for them, but for me as an adult, learning about electric vehicles and learning that sort of information was incredible. Uh, and the Sustainable Essex Alliance is one of the partnerships that are doing this with Township of Maplewood. Um, Tracy Hendel Woods is on their green team initiative and she is amazing. She's on the committee. She does so much. Um, and I think that this is going to be a great event. So definitely check that out on Saturday. And if you are not too tired, if you are not too tired, then check this out. Can't believe I'm saying this, but you could go to a 70s costume party. Oh my gosh. It is going to be at Valley Arts, that's in Orange. Um, so if you don't know anything about Valley Arts, it's just such an incredible organization that is really supporting community arts. And it's in Orange, New Jersey. They're gonna have music, snacks, drinks, and a groovy time. And that's from 7.30 to 10.30 p.m. on April 27th. So after spending the day Roaming around, going to Maker Madness, then going to the electric car show. You can go to a 70s costume party in the next town over. Orange is just a hop, skip, and jump away, and they have such cool stuff going on. So go check them out. Tickets are 30 bucks, and I think it's going to be such a great time. And if I'm not too tired, I am definitely going to be checking that out. It's already in my calendar, so come dance with me. All right, and then... Guys, the weekend's not over yet. We haven't even gotten until Sunday. So, couple events going on at the pop-up shop. Check it out. There's going to be story time at 10 a.m. There is a ukulele jam session sponsored by Finley Engage. You can play the ukuleles that we have at the store or you can bring your own. Uh, it's at the Soma General Store pop-up shop. That's 1875 Springfield Avenue. 
I would love to jam with you. So come out from 11 to 12. It's kind of a preview of my little Sip and Strum workshop. So it's a great opportunity for you to learn a little bit or just hear some people play. So after my Sip and Strum on uh, Sunday, you can check out the Alomo Launch Party. I'm so excited to talk about this organization. Alomo stands for a library of my own, and the tagline is to find yourself in a book. And they're having their launch party on Sunday, um, one to four, and they're gonna be at the General Store Cooperative again. So that's 1875 Springfield Avenue, and the way they describe it is they would like to share a collection of delightful children's picture books featuring black characters and spotlighting storytellers and illustrators of color. I could not have explained it better myself. Um, I think that the books are beautiful and I have heard Jessie specifically, because we're friends on Facebook, um, talk so eloquently about this. She was in the store yesterday to bring in some more books and just kind of hang out with her son. And we had this amazing conversation and the joy and excitement that lights up Jessie's face when she talks about Alomo is so beautiful because it's so meaningful. And we had this huge discussion about illustrators and authors of color um, not being on the forefront of writing books with characters that look like they do. So, uh, it's just amazing, and what I love about Alomo, which makes me just even happier in our discussion yesterday, was that, you know, they're looking for authors and illustrators of color, and they're really trying to look at the spectrum of people who self-publish to people who are superstars out there. So I think just giving people opportunities to to share what they're doing. I mean, as, as somebody who's gonna be a self-published author, like to have an organization recognize your book and see it for the specialness and the, and the beauty that it brings and not needing like a huge gigantic book company to, behind, to be behind creativity and beauty is amazing. And so I really do love that all of this Everything about the, the Soma General Store just brings that sense of community. And I'm basically tying this right back to the beginning of my, of my podcast this week. And just saying that um, I know that I feel really blessed and lucky to live in this community. And my goal with my podcast is to share that information and my love of this community and and just share the amazing things that people are doing here that just are so helpful and so community oriented. It's like nothing I've ever seen and I'm, I'm so grateful to be part of it. Um, I, didn't, I didn't grow up in a place like this and I'm so psyched that my kids get to grow up in in our two towns and have these wonderful experiences. And it's not to say that we are um, 
perfect, but we are perfectly trying. <laughs> I don't know. There's just like, we are trying really hard and I am having great conversations with people and just such a, a beautiful experience. So on that note, um, thank you so much for listening. Please, I would be so meaningful to me if you would subscri- subscribe to the podcast somewhere. Um, or if you do subscribe, if you could tell a friend, really just share it and see if it's something that interests them. Um, and you know, the, we have tons of episodes if you want to learn about any really great organization or some people in our town who are doing wonderful things. You could learn. It's such a, an educational experience in my, in my mind because that's what I've always wanted it to be is an education on our two towns and the people who live here. Um, but you know, please give me a review, a shout out on DM. Uh, I love hearing from people and I apologize if I can't get to everybody and, and every suggestion and idea, believe me, I would love to. There's just not enough time in the day. So um, I love all of you collaborators, contributors, and, um, you know, just wonderful community members out there. And thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. I'll see you on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm out. Hi, everyone. This is Danielle Parada, your host of Sippin' Soma, the podcast where I have conversations with people who are connecting, collaborating, and contributing to our communities. And I hope that you're following me on Instagram, Facebook, for all the cool events and highlights. I've really been working on my stories lately to bring you some great events and just wonderful organizations and businesses that are doing amazing things in our towns. And just, there's so, there are so many events coming up. I hope that you're getting out there, uh, shopping local, eating local, and enjoying some local events. Uh, Speaking of which, I'm still partnering with Finley Engage to bring you some wonderful ukulele workshops, jam sessions, and open mic nights. So stay tuned. Um, At the end of the podcast, I will announce our next ukulele workshop. And um, speaking of music, I just have to say I'm very excited to share today's guest with you and to uh, share our conversation. Music is so important. Uh, I feel like I'm becoming even more grateful for the Soma community because there's so much music and uh, theater and wonderful creative events that are happening in our two towns and it's it's really a pleasure to bring those events um, to you. It's very exciting. Uh, I've been taking a lot of time in the past couple of months to work on my biggest business which is working on education. So a lot of you may know that I am an educator. I worked in the district for many years and I worked in New York City and I have been doing a lot of home education, uh, consulting with families and even doing special needs events and consulting with organizations about how to make events more welcoming and sensory friendly for the special needs population, young and older in our communities. So um, my opening of the podcast today did draw um, an advertisement for my business, Whole Learning New Jersey. 
basically an expansion of the services that I've been offering, but I'm really excited about it because I feel like I'm having some great conversations with families online and in person about so many of the challenges that are facing them with uh, supporting their children at home in terms of homework and academics and also really thinking about self-esteem around school. I've been bringing you some conversations with educators and people in our community and we kind of always get around to that topic of education. But you will be hearing more about that from me and I'm hoping to share some, I have some news coming up and I hope to be sharing some of that with you in the next podcast about sort of my vision around education, some of my philosophies and bringing more people on the podcast to talk about that. So stay tuned because I hope to be making an announcement about that soon. And I really do want to get right into our um, interview for today that I had. It was really just a wonderful conversation more than an interview. I spoke with Mark Murphy of Mark Murphy Music. I hope that you've driven by his beautiful school on um, Scotland Road in South Orange. And, you know, we had just this wonderful conversation about music, uh, educate a little bit about music education, how he came to our community, and the wonderful things he's doing as a business owner and just a community member and how he believes it's important to serve the community. Uh, I'm very excited to be sharing our conversation and to remind you before we start the conversation, during the conversation and later, that the Undercover Music Festival is coming to South Orange. It's June 1st and please save the date. It's gonna be awesome. I cannot wait after talking to Mark, learning so much more about it and just getting to read all of the wonderful bands that are going to be playing. Um, You just have to make time to put that on your calendar. So do that and take a moment to listen. We had about a a 20-minute conversation and it was just such a treat. And I hope that you get to know Mark and then stop in or make it out to see his band playing um, at the Undercover Music Festival. Hi everyone, this is Danielle Parada, your host of Sippin' Soma, the podcast where I have conversations with people who are connecting, collaborating, and contributing to our communities. And I hope that you're following me on Instagram, Facebook, for all the cool events and highlights. I've really been working on my stories lately to bring you some great events and just wonderful organizations and businesses that are doing amazing things in our towns. And just, there's so, there are so many events coming up. I hope that you're getting out there, uh, shopping local, eating local, and enjoying some local events. Uh, Speaking of which, I'm still partnering with Finley Engage to bring you some wonderful ukulele workshops, jam sessions, and open mic nights. So stay tuned. Um, At the end of the podcast, I will announce our next ukulele workshop. And um, speaking of music, I just have to say I'm very excited to share today's guest with you and to uh, share our conversation. Music is so important. Uh, 
I feel like I'm becoming even more grateful for the Soma community because there's so much music and uh, theater and wonderful creative events that are happening in our two towns. And it's, it's really a pleasure to bring those events um, to you. It's very exciting. Uh, I've been taking a lot of time in the past couple of months to work on my biggest business, which is working on education. So a lot of you may know that I am an educator. I worked in the district for many years and I worked in New York City. And I have been doing a lot of home education, uh, consulting with families, and even doing special needs events and consulting with organizations about how to make events more welcoming and sensory friendly for the special needs population, young and older in our communities. So um, my opening of the podcast today did draw um, an advertisement for my business, Whole Learning New Jersey. It's basically an expansion of the services that I've been offering, but I'm really excited about it because I feel like I'm having some great conversations with families online and in person about so many of the challenges that are facing them with uh, supporting their children at home in terms of homework and academics and also really thinking about self-esteem around school. I've been bringing you some conversations with educators and people in our community and we kind of always get around to that topic of education but you will be hearing more about that from me and I'm hoping to share some I have some news coming up and I hope to be sharing some of that with you in the next podcast about sort of my vision around education some of my philosophies and bringing more people on the podcast to talk about that so Stay tuned because I hope to be making an announcement about that soon. And I really do want to get right into our um, interview for today that I had. It was really just a wonderful conversation more than an interview. I spoke with Mark Murphy of Mark Murphy Music. I hope that you've driven by his beautiful school on um, Scotland Road in South Orange. And... You know, we had just this wonderful conversation about music, uh, educate a little bit about music education, how he came to our community, and the wonderful things he's doing as a business owner and just a community member and how he believes it's important to serve the community. Uh, I'm very excited to be sharing our conversation and to remind you before we start the conversation during the conversation and later that the undercover music festival is coming to south orange it's june 1st and please save the date it's gonna be awesome i cannot wait after talking to mark learning so much more about it and just getting to read all of the wonderful bands that are going to be playing. Um, you just have to make time to put that on your calendar. So do that and take a moment to listen. We had about a 20-minute conversation and it was just such a treat. And I hope that you get to know Mark and then stop in 
or make it out to see his band playing um, at the Undercover Music Festival. Hi everyone, this is Danielle Parada, your host of Sippin' Soma, the podcast where I have conversations with people who are connecting, collaborating, and contributing to our communities. And I hope that you're following me on Instagram, Facebook, for all the cool events and highlights. I've really been working on my stories lately to bring you some great events and just wonderful organizations and businesses that are doing amazing things in our towns. And just, there's so, there are so many events coming up. I hope that you are getting out there, uh, shopping local, eating local, and enjoying some local events. Uh, Speaking of which, I'm still partnering with Finley Engage to bring you some wonderful ukulele workshops, jam sessions, and open mic nights. So stay tuned. Um, At the end of the podcast, I will announce our next ukulele workshop. And um, speaking of music, I just have to say I'm very excited to share today's guest with you and to uh, share our conversation. Music is so important. Uh, I feel like I'm becoming even more grateful for the Soma community because there's so much music and uh, theater and wonderful creative events that are happening in our two towns. And it's, it's really a pleasure to bring those events um, to you. It's very exciting. Uh, I've been taking a lot of time in the past couple of months to work on my biggest business, which is working on education. So a lot of you may know that I am an educator. I worked in the district for many years and I worked in New York City. And I have been doing a lot of home education, uh, consulting with families, and even doing special needs events and consulting with organizations about how to make events more welcoming and sensory friendly for the special needs population, young and older in our communities. So um, my opening of the podcast today did draw... Um, an advertisement for my business, Whole Learning New Jersey. It's basically an expansion of the services that I've been offering, but I'm really excited about it because I feel like I'm having some great conversations with families online and in person about so many of the challenges that are facing them with uh, supporting their children at home in terms of homework and academics, and also really thinking about self-esteem around school. I've been bringing you some conversations with educators and people in our community, and we kind of always get around to that topic of education. But you will be hearing more about that from me, and I'm hoping to share some, I have some news coming up, and I hope to be sharing some of that with you in the next podcast about sort of my vision around education, some of my philosophies, and bringing more people on the podcast to talk about that. So stay tuned because I hope to be making an announcement about that soon. And I really do want to get right into our um, interview for today that I had. It was really just a wonderful conversation more than an interview. I spoke with Mark Murphy of Mark Murphy Music. I hope that you've driven by his beautiful school 
on um, Scotland Road in South Orange. And, you know, we had just this wonderful conversation about music, uh, educate a little bit about music education, how he came to our community, and the wonderful things he's doing as a business owner and just a community member and how he believes it's important to serve the community. Uh, I'm very excited to be sharing our conversation and to remind you before we start the conversation, during the conversation and later, that the Undercover Music Festival is coming to South Orange. It's June 1st and please save the date. It's gonna be awesome. I cannot wait after talking to Mark, learning so much more about it and just getting to read all of the wonderful bands that are going to be playing. Um, you just have to make time to put that on your calendar. So do that and take a moment to listen. We had about a 20-minute conversation and it was just such a treat. And I hope that you get to know Mark and then stop in or make it out to see his band playing um, at the Undercover Music Festival. Hi everyone, this is Danielle Parada, your host of Sippin' Soma, the podcast where I have conversations with people who are connecting, collaborating, and contributing to our communities. And I hope that you're following me on Instagram, Facebook, for all the cool events and highlights. I've really been working on my stories lately to bring you some great events and just wonderful organizations and businesses that are doing amazing things in our towns. And just, there's so, there are so many events coming up. I hope that you are getting out there, uh, shopping local, eating local, and enjoying some local events. Uh, Speaking of which, I'm still partnering with Finley Engage to bring you some wonderful ukulele workshops, jam sessions, and open mic nights. So stay tuned. Um, At the end of the podcast, I will announce our next ukulele workshop. And um, speaking of music, I just have to say I'm very excited to share today's guest with you and to uh, share our conversation. Music is so important. Uh, I feel like I'm becoming even more grateful for the Soma community because there's so much music and uh, theater and wonderful creative events that are happening in our two towns. And it's, it's really a pleasure to bring those events um, to you. It's very exciting. Uh, I've been taking a lot of time in the past couple of months to work on my biggest business, which is working on education. So a lot of you may know that I am an educator. I worked in the district for many years and I worked in New York City and I have been doing a lot of home education, uh, consulting with families, and even doing special needs events and consulting with organizations about how to make events more welcoming and sensory friendly for the special needs population, young and older in our communities. So um, my opening of the podcast today did draw Um, an advertisement for my business, Whole Learning New Jersey. It's basically an expansion of the services that I've been offering, but I'm really excited about it 
because I feel like I'm having some great conversations with families online and in person about so many of the challenges that are facing them with uh, supporting their children at home in terms of homework and academics and also really thinking about self-esteem around school. I've been bringing you some conversations with educators and people in our community and we kind of always get around to that topic of education. But you will be hearing more about that from me and I'm hoping to share some, I have some news coming up and I hope to be sharing some of that with you in the next podcast about sort of my vision around education, some of my philosophies and bringing more people on the podcast to talk about that. So stay tuned because I hope to be making an announcement about that soon. And I really do want to get right into our um, interview for today that I had. It was really just a wonderful conversation more than an interview. I spoke with Mark Murphy of Mark Murphy Music. I hope that you've driven by his beautiful school on um, Scotland Road in South Orange. And, you know, we had just this wonderful conversation about music, uh, educate a little bit about music education, how he came to our community, and the wonderful things he's doing as a business owner and just a community member and how he believes it's important to serve the community. Uh, I'm very excited to be sharing our conversation and to remind you before we start the conversation, during the conversation and later, that the Undercover Music Festival is coming to South Orange. It's June 1st and please save the date. It's gonna be awesome. I cannot wait after talking to Mark, learning so much more about it and just getting to read all of the wonderful bands that are gonna be playing. Um, you just have to make time to put that on your calendar. So do that and take a moment to listen. We had about a, a 20 minute conversation and it was just such a treat. And I hope that you get to know Mark and then stop in or make it out to see his band playing. Um, at the Undercover Music Festival.